Hi, my name's Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration space. So today I'm joined by Harry Chapman, who's the content director at UC Expo. Welcome, Harry. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me. A very warm welcome to you, Harry. Uh, it's been a while, hasn't it, since we've um, probably had the chance to, you know, ha have beers in Amsterdam or be having uh, dinners in Manchester. Indeed, indeed. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not a great state of affairs, is it, when we, we can't meet up for the shows, especially your show, UC Expo, is one of my favourites. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, we're not here to talk about live events today, are we? We're here to talk about your Market Insight report. Um, so, Harry, just to kick things off, really, um, you know, it's, it's, you recently published this Market Insight report. Some really interesting uh, kind of insights in the report that I want you to share with our audience, if possible. So, just to put things in context, though, could you just describe the report first of all? You know, why why did you you know run the report and kind of what were your goals? Yeah, I mean, the main reason we did it was to get insight for our community and just really understand the situation in the market. We ran one last April and we really wanted to see how it had changed in that time period and, and what people were thinking and how businesses were adjusting to everything we've been going through. So things have changed quite dramatically. Um, you know, we've almost been like, you know, I think uh, to coin a, not coin a phrase, but to almost to kind of repeat a phrase over and over again, we've been catapulted into the future work, haven't we? and uh shifted what three some some are saying like three five years on um yeah i think satya nadella thinks two to three years doesn't he who's three years is it right well i feel like we certainly as an industry have been uh really kind of pushed into the future somewhat so um so what kind of did you have any kind of preconceived ideas about the results then based on what's happened no yes and no i guess is the, is the answer to that we we did think back in April last year that companies would be more reactionary in this respect that you know everyone was trying to get their systems in place and get hold of headsets and laptops and equipment in some cases. And going forwards, we felt this year people will be thinking about the future and, and planning for what's next and and thinking about their people. Um, I mean, in fact, I had fifty calls with people before Christmas, and a, a lot of those were UC end users. Um, from your region as well, Rob, and we've seen quite a few companies now kind of thinking it was about the people, um, now they've got the tech in place. And that was probably my kind of preconceived idea in, in that respect, the people piece, the the squidgy bit of us behind the machine um, rather than anything else. Yeah, and I suppose for a lot of organisations pre-pandemic, uh, they weren't in the cloud, so they weren't really maybe taking advantage of some of these UC and you know, UCAS uh, services. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the biggest things that came out of the report is the move to cloud communications. Um, a lot of businesses I've spoken to separately from this report, the number one thing has been moving to the cloud and transitioning to it. But the number one piece in the report was um, investment in cloud communications technology coming through um, over the next over the next 12 months. Super. So when I looked at your report, you kind of First of all, Brett, you talked about the people and culture. So was there anything particular around kind of people and culture that really stood out? Yeah, I mean, the big the big thing that constantly has been coming up is health and well-being. And it's something we all know about. Um, we all have a bit of video fatigue where, 
you were talking about it earlier, even with your children, they're studying kind of on video probably, you know, six, seven hours a day. Um, so health and well-being was one of the biggest things with 66% of the audience saying that was extremely important and considerably higher than any other kind of technology concern for them. Yeah, and I, I echo that too, Harry. I mean, well-being, it's a, it's a hot topic right now, uh, especially work from home well-being, as you say. Um, and getting the culture right. I mean, you know, almost the pandemic has helped us get that culture right in a way um, because we've been forced to do it, haven't we? But um, equally, culture plays a, a, a major part in the kind of success of, of unified communication. Yeah, it really does. And it, it continues to be a thing for businesses that they want to figure out how to how to look after their people and make sure the technology is used in the right way. I mean, the other interesting piece that came out was from a strategic objective perspective, user experience was was higher up than health and well-being, actually. And it's it, it kind of shows to me that companies think they can solve the health and well-being issue and, and they can manage that. But what comes next from the point of view of our, our experience with these platforms. So talk me through that user experience piece a bit more then. So what what are end customers and you know your respondents looking for there in particular? Yeah, it's it's hard to say at the moment. I mean there's been a lot of examples recently of, of some companies looking at VR technology and these sorts of things, um, but also looking at advanced collaboration tools which allows them to prepare for things like multi multimodal and hybrid work in the future. And I'll come on to that I guess when we talk about the future outlook a bit later. But I, I think there's a there's a certainly a risk of in some cases of video becoming commoditized. Um we're all used to being on video now. And it's, it's all about how can you get the productivity piece right and out of it as well, because you can, and I've seen it again in conversations with a lot of other people, is that you can spend your whole day in, in video meetings. Um, so how how actually are you productive as a, as a remote worker? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the digital workplace, isn't it, I, that, that we're talking about. And uh, I suppose right. we're now thirsty for... You know what next? I suppose from the vendors. Um, you know what can what what can we do to kind of improve the experience and improve that kind of feeling of presence? Even um, as you mentioned, uh, you know emerging tech, which again we can come on to talk about a bit later on. But uh, yeah, some interesting bits there. And it seems that a lot of vendors have accelerated their roadmaps as well across 2020 to kind of you know keep up. I mean, not only did they scale scale up, that they've also accelerated their the development of their products as well so that's pretty impressive yeah i think what's really interesting on that as well as we saw cyber security come right down as an issue people were still worried about it but it really shows that the vendors have dealt with the security concern we, we, we all saw at the start of the pandemic all those meetings being jumped in on zoom and boris johnson posting his zoom id on on his twitter feed and i think the security concern has been much better dealt with by now yeah absolutely Okay, so, you know, top priorities for 2021 was a section in your report as well. Um, let's summarise the kind of top priorities uh, for 2021, if you don't mind, Harry. Yeah, I think th thinking about the priorities for 2021, the main things that we've seen coming through in terms of technology procurement for the next six months are cloud communications, um, which is really showing the needs or the need to take things off-prem and, and run them in the cloud. 
um, collaboration software, investing in that and making sure that you have that strategy right. Because in a lot of cases, I think there was a kind of stick-on plaster scenario where some companies used free systems um, and put things in place and now are starting to think about their long-term strategy. And then also hardware. What what do I need at home? You and I were just talking before I came onto this call about my lighting setup, um, microphone setup, desk setup. I've I've been and aside just from collaboration, you you've got to think about things like the chair you're sitting in. I was getting back pain at the start of the pandemic. So the, these are things that we're starting to see as a priority coming through for businesses over the next twelve months. I think that the really interesting thing also is that thirty four percent said budgets for twenty twenty one will increase compared to only 10% saying they would decrease. It's interesting that, isn't it? And every CIO, you know, kind of report that I read around the end of the year and the start of this year, has said collaboration is kind of like the top priority to get sorted uh, this year. So it, it is the year of UC. Uh, in, in, from my perspective, I think it's, it's going to be a big year for the industry. We're seeing an explosion of products aren't we at the moment from you know vendors like poly and logitech and cisco uh all kind of you know trying to fit out the home office uh with new tech so as you say it's great to be kind of you know higher up the list and for a lot of organizations it's uh it looks like it's going to be a a year of kind of getting it right i think as we continue to recalibrate uh the landscape so harry from uh you know, I'm going to ask you to look into your crystal ball a little bit here, but I know you've, you've probably got something lined up from your uh, your report as well. But what does the future look like from from your perspective? You know, what what lies ahead for this industry in 2021? I mean, I think that the key thing is we're going to be going back to some form of hybrid work. Um, and the, the big piece to me is what features are we going to need and what process are we going to need to have in place where you've got some people working in the office and some people at home? and managing the productivity element of that. I think video fatigue is becoming a big issue in the normal phone call, even if it is using a platform, is has a lot of merit because I've seen a lot of people sitting off um, sitting off video now and you know having conversations um, because you, you can listen a little bit more. And I, I do think sometimes with video, you're, if you're trapped at your desk, you might find that you're doing other work in the background. So I think productivity is a big thing. I do think, Rob, at some point, someone is going to crack the VR piece or the avatar conundrum. Um, Glue, a really innovative company that are working in in Finland on on VR, we've been we've been talking with them. We've obviously seen some platforms like Gatherly having avatars where you can go around and talk to people. It's all a bit awkward at the moment, um, but I do think someone's going to crack that at some point, and it's going to put them really far ahead of the rest. I mean, Citibank and UBS were trialling out VR to mimic, mimic some of their trading floors. So there is there is interest there. Um, but who who does crack that will have a huge edge, I think. It'll be interesting to see uh, a trading floor in VR. I can't imagine how chaotic that's, that, that could possibly be. But I uh, yeah, I think the, the future is very, very exciting, very interesting as well. Um, I think there is another dimension coming to UC and how we communicate and collaborate, as you say, uh, you know, a third dimension, which uh, should make things pretty interesting. So. Yeah. I mean, after all, if you think about how people's user, their user habits have changed 
dramatically over the past year. People are ready for this technology. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a big opportunity there for the market. Absolutely. So that's about it from uh, from me on, on, on your report. I think that's really exciting. I, I certainly recommend to anyone watching this to download the report. Harry, what's the best way to get hold of it? Um, it's available on ucexpo.co.uk. So you'll be able to download it there. Um, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn as well if you want any more insights. And I think, Rob, the, the only other thing that I, I want to say is look out for UC Expo coming back as a live event on the 6th and 7th of October. Absolutely. We do look forward to that as well. Uh, I think that, you know, whether it's my first or first event this year or not, I, you know, I certainly look forward to kind of getting back into the live events and you know, shaking hands with people like we used to do. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll be there. Hey, Harry, it's been super speaking to you today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Rob. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social. It's always appreciated. And if you're a UC fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us using the UC News hashtag on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook. Our social links are in the description. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.